what does prime and real estate have in common stay tuned absolutely nothing i don't know <laughs> no no it really does i i actually don't i don't get this thing this is a this is a this is a thing um and it's a big thing apparently this prime drink it's a really big thing yeah yeah um we had actually just put or i'd put something onto my story the other day about these prime drinks which we were apparently lucky enough to get some of them um and i've had lots of people reaching out going oh my god including my nephew where did you get these from Annie lisa please um one of the girls in the office who's got a couple of boys please uh, it's just it's crazy isn't it the world's these changed. things are selling for minimum 35 bucks on ebay that drink i think you buy them you could buy them in a store for about you, four or five dollars aldi had them but oh um, did they but the and people going crazy like an orange one as well they're, they're pretty, yeah they're pretty cool packaging but oops um yeah but what i don't i don't i don't get it um i don't like, what i do get is marketing well i do get marketing this is this yeah, is a phenomenal a, a, phenomenal marketing situation i was talking to a mate yesterday kyle from uh smith concepts top top guy yeah and we'll talk about marketing i saw it on your and, social media and, and, social, <laughs> and talk about stuff like that and i said mate you know 25 years ago you would have thought we were absolutely crazy charging for water i don't know if you guys remember but like people when water came, well when water came out bottled people laughed they were like ha, who's gonna pay for water because you can just <laughs> you could just get it from the tap and who's gonna pay for it? that's crazy and everyone is a customized and paying and doing that it's a crazy world but this drink yeah the, the, this drink has gone bananas and this is wow. what happens when you are a marketing phenomenon like this is you know you put something like we're talking about that prime drink guys um you know you put uh, you put someone famous behind it this guy this youtuber um we were lucky enough to meet him the other day logan paul logan paul so our daughter jade it was her birthday on wednesday and uh we um literally bumped into the guy and he stopped to have a photo with our daughter who is just like every other 16 17 year old just crazy about this guy and uh, he stopped and uh, had a photo and then we got these drinks as well so very very lucky but we're talking today um firstly we're going to talk about marketing and uh, and social media oh she's going to kill you for that mark look at that she's going to kill you for that i, just, I still can't get like lovely I know, guy I know, I just... lovely guy the manager was hurrying him along and i was like please please it's her birthday and he was like oh it's your birthday happy birthday and stopped had a photo had a chat um and as i said then we were lucky enough to get some of these drinks but but, but least like you drink it and it's gone and yeah i don't i don't know that you do like... i think they collect they seem to be collector's items now because my it's nephew like a Gatorade. is crazy about them as well. It's yeah. like a Gatorade, but what is that? Like, that is... Oh, we're not allowed to open them and drink them, FYI. 
I don't even know what it tastes like. Must not open them. I we had, have strict I had orders. I had, I had the blue one. Oh, did you? But, you know, it's... You're, you're going to cop it from Jade. But, you know, it just goes... I think the core of what I, I've learnt out of it, I've, it just goes to if you get your marketing genius right, you look, real estate, uh, drinks, uh, whatever... If you get your marketing genius right, your marketing DNA right on any product of anything, yeah, you will smash it. Yeah, yeah, I like, agree. It, it, if, if you told this guy five years ago, this prime guy, that this is what's going to happen in his life with his business, mate, you're going to make a blue drink, it's going to be like a Gatorade, and this is what's going to happen, mm. he would have looked, and, and, and I don't think it's luck, like it's his DNA has built up this yeah. product right i get that you know his whole life has probably come as, as collated into this one moment with this one drink and that's what he's doing well i get it but, but we want to talk this off. morning just to actually a little bit about marketing um and our social media which we get asked about all the time and then the most asked question that we're getting asked probably about 20 times a day is what is the market doing um, I know I'm constantly doing real estate wraps throughout the week on what the market's doing, but I really do want to, let's cover that in the last five minutes. People are infatuated by it. But I want to talk first and foremost, Mark, about marketing and social media. Yes. And, and does it really work? Because we invest now so many hours. I mean, even just getting this show live. Um, and actually, I want to talk about that on another on another episode, but what's involved in actually getting these shows up every day because we've done 950 or 60 odd episodes just of the morning minutes. Yeah. Um, that's that's away from yeah. 9.31. 9.41. Oh, 41. So that's away from all the socials that we do throughout the day. Then we do the Monday Night Novak News. Um, does it work or are we absolutely just like crazy and do we just have nothing else to do with our days? Um, it works, guys. It works. If we rewind back, I mean, how long have we really been doing socials for now? I want to say maybe four, four, four years. It, you know, initially we were like, oh my God, this is just like, you know, that this is a plat, this is a great platform. No one's using it. It's for free. This is where the eyeballs are. Let's just start to dabble and see where it goes. Well, you don't think it's of interest to anyone or everyone because it's sort of like your core business but i think you can say that about anything you can say that about pottery you can say that about painting you can say that about the people vote prime drinks like the people vote yeah the people vote so it's not about lisa and mark and novak it's about what do the people have to say yeah well said um and it's what i'm i'm always saying in fact i said mentioned to mark this morning you know i got asked again now for the third time to go over to New Zealand um, and actually get paid some really, really decent money to go and talk for an hour at a massive conference in New Zealand. What are you talking about? Social media. Uh -huh. So, you know, and I'm not, I'm not um, social media trained. I don't have a degree in, in marketing. Um, I don't have a degree in social media. But this is stuff that I have just self-taught. We have self-taught ourselves over the years. I've taught you everything practically. And um, of course, Mark. And, you know, and, and I guess are now seen as um, people that 
influence this kind of stuff in the real estate industry Pioneers. and get asked to and get asked as a result to go and talk to some pretty big names. Uh, actually, I'm talking at Josh Tesselin's conference in a few weeks' time as well. Again, with some really big names: Tom Panos, Marty Fox, um, Christian Stevenson. Um, that's to name a few guys. There's Adrian Bowe. There's some really, really big names there. Um, so it's an absolute honour and privilege. But does it work, Mark? What, what's your take on it, on the whole social media Look, thing and what it's done for the business? I just think I just think if you're seeking that information as a consumer, it is, it's a hard gig. You're getting very static and old information if you're just searching the web. Right. If you're just searching the agent's website, the website was probably built five years ago or three years ago. The beauty thing, the beauty and the, the thing about social media is it's it's so current, it's so up to date, it's yeah. so real. Um, and I think if you're consuming that information that you need for whatever reason, buying, selling, renting in any capacity, you don't want that stinky old information. You want that fresh stuff. And I think that's the source and it's honest. So if you can find in your area um, relevant information and it's on Facebook, Insta or LinkedIn, you don't care. That's great. Like it's, if just because it's not on Google or not sitting on an agent's website doesn't mean it's not reputable. So I think it's taken the world by storm. I think it's not going away. And I think if you think it's big now, get ready. Um, but for, for, for our for, what? chat GPT. Okay, in one sec, in one sec. But yeah. I just want to finish off on, on just this particular topic, but what has it done for our business? Um, it has done so much more and it has been so much more successful for our business um, than we ever thought it would be. Honestly, I remember when we first started doing social media, I remember walking into Lavotti's, which is a really, really well-known restaurant on the Northern Beaches, and we'd been doing social media for about six months, and we were taking our kids out for dinner, and this lady screamed out from the table, Lisa Novak, do you remember that? And she no. goes, oh, you don't remember? No. <laughs> like most good men. Um, and she was like, I love all the stuff that you do, and I was like, well, I mean, I actually couldn't believe that anyone was even watching it. But even there's times, guys, when we even just scratch our heads and go, we literally cannot believe that it did this much um, for our business, that it did this much for the community, that it did this much for the real estate industry, for vendors, for buyers. Um, and so the bottom line is it definitely does work. Um I think also we really take ourselves out of the equation and it's not, oh, what's it doing for us? It's like, what's it doing for you guys? And as Mark mentioned, how does that information help people out there? Because if you Google what's the Sydney real estate market doing, it's really hard information to find. Um, whereas I feel like for you guys, we try and get that short, sharp content out that's really easy to understand. That's what we hope. It's probably the that's closest thing to a phone conversation without having a phone conversation. Yeah. I guess that's the best way to put it. But, you know... Have I'll, you heard about ChatGPT? ChatGPT? No. Anyone heard about ChatGPT? No. What is that? It's going bananas. Oh, what is that? Really interesting. This is a company within... A couple of months turned to a multi-billion dollar business. Ooh. Billion. I know what I'm Googling when we're finished. Yeah. Right. So how's it going to change our industry is going to be pretty interesting. Just so you know, because we are very current talking about all things current. Um, 
ChatGPT is another thing. So in November, they turned on the uh, AI robots to be available to the public, artificial intelligence yeah. robots to be available to the public. They said uh, for the purpose to be safe, two th- 2021 and prior, they're going to they're going to offer up all that data. I'm still getting my head around it. Don't know exactly what it is, but I'll explain to help Google it. Um, basically, if you're a uni student and you've got ChatGPT uh, as an app uh, on your phone, um, many companies are doing it now. So these companies have got an app and they open the back end um, to, uh, to the AI robots. So you can say, you can say, I'm, um, write me a story on Captain Cook uh, arriving to Australia. For my school, oh, I have heard about for this. My school, or a speech. Yeah. I'm just going to bring up comments, guys. For my school essay. Yes. So what happens is it will actually it will curate from everywhere in the world, from what it knows, a beautifully written essay on Captain Cook arriving to Australia. I heard about this. Now this is the thing. Normally, a teacher would actually put that piece into Google and say, "You've copied that. You've copied it from here." This can't. This is completely curated for you, from all the information that artificial intelligence has learned prior to 2021. But it writes it in your narrative, doesn't it? It will get. It'll. It'll write it as. It'll take that into consideration. It'll take the information on the internet into consideration. It'll take time of day into consideration. It's AI, so it'll take all. So is this the end of the copywriter? Well, it, it'll build websites. Wow. Um, for you. So basically, I guess where this is going is if you can ask a robot to do something for you, this is what ChatGPT will actually have start to build, to have the capacity to, to do for you wow. on a narrative, on a sort of, you know, web sort of base, base cool. background. So it can start doing some wicked stuff. Keep an eye out for it. I think it's going to it's gonna take the world by storm. Um, but if you ask it, yeah, I think it's just really interesting. ChatGPT, that's okay. it's, it's I'm going to I'm going to look more into absolutely it. Absolutely That's the second time I've heard about it this week. I've got a girlfriend who's got to give a speech. She briefly spoke about it the other day, and she's like, "You can literally just put bits and pieces in, and it will write it for you." Um, and I think it it's insane. Yeah, I was got it the last night. Got Chat it. Got to GPT. check that out. Wow, Nicole's just saying she's just looking at it now. Okay, that's cool. We need to we need to look into it. So, guys, this morning we've been talking about marketing, um, great marketing, and what great marketing does. That prime drink that all the kids are going crazy about, um, and then just about our social media and if we're absolutely bonkers or if it really has worked. It really has worked. Um, actually, something just like crazy. I was asked to. Um, be on a really, really big TV show. I can't talk about it. Um, I'm actually, I've decided not to do it um, just because it doesn't overly align with what it is that we do, but it's a massive show. And I was like, these people have been following my socials for like three months. and we've been having lots and lots of conversations. I have been with those producers and also just within our family as well. But again, like, you know, that just validates that the social media stuff that we that we do really does work and really does get the eyeballs. Um, this is a show unrelated to real estate as well. So um, there you go, guys. If, you know, if you're sitting here and you're watching this and you're thinking, I really want to start to do social media. I just don't know if it does work. 
take it from us, it's it's done extraordinary things to uh, for our business. But most importantly, and I mean this wholeheartedly, Mark, you'll agree, it's it's what we like to do for you guys. That's why we started off doing it because we, we realised it was really hard to find this kind of info. It's helping people. Yep. Friday Frenzy, what else happened this week? We're going to talk about the market quickly. It's mm -hmm. the question we're getting asked 15 plus times a day. What's the market doing? It's the question that I get asked most. What's the market doing? What's the market doing? Everyone goes like, I don't know. I, don't know, I, don't know. I said to a client like yesterday, it's been really good the last 100 years. It's going to be really good the next 100 years. And it was like, yeah. So I, th I think everyone's really, really micromanaging. My advice is everyone's really micromanaging um, every beat, every day, every hour, every conversation. And I think guys and girls, instead of getting caught up in the predictions and caught up in the past, I think get caught up with adjusting and get caught up with making it work right now in your life. Because the most powerful, I know in COVID we use the word pivot, uh, it's similar now that I think if you can climatise yeah. to your environment and adjust your environment and, and move forward, that's great. So don't worry too much about where it's going. It can be really stressful for some, for some people. They are really freaking stressed out over it. So I just think take a chill pill, adjust, make it work for you and uh, make shit happen. So we also had a big story come out in Domain this week. Um, it is on our social media, just talking about the unusual level of buyer activity. Um, and I know Tom Panos um, often refers to that January um, part of the market as just the January spike. And we, everyone was watching with eager eyes to see what was going to happen as we pushed into February. Was it just what happens in January? But when we look back January to January to January, years and years prior, the market was never that crazy. Um, there's many micro markets going on and often when the news reports, they report um, citywide. So they're reporting about all of Sydney when they're talking about the real estate market. They're not individualising markets as such. And also remember, guys, that the data that we receive is slow. So Very. often we're looking back three months. If we rewind back three months to when the data was coming out, yes. Um, the data is very different. It was a very flat market. November, we now know, was the bottom of the market. But we are still seeing an unusual amount of buyer activity. This is on the northern beaches, guys, in Sydney. We're seeing an unusual amount of buyer activity. Everything that we are listing, we are selling. Even stock that was sitting around in November or December of last year, that has all now been sold. Um, and we're having multiple offers coming in on properties. So... You don't need to be a, um, a you know, a, a brain surgeon to work out that that market is absolutely thriving at the moment. Sold prices are all over the place. Some properties are selling on guide. Some are selling below guide and some are selling well above guide. There's kind of no rhyme or reason there, but there is a desperate lack of supply in the marketplace at the moment, and that is right across the board. So we're seeing an overabundance of buyers. Um, something else I just want to address, Mark, because a lot of people are saying that I'm speaking to, they're going, I don't understand, why are people buying property when interest rates are going up? So got to, it's okay. essential. Yeah. It's essential. I did an appraisal yesterday with a guy, he said, I reckon it's worth 1.4. But really? So can you tell us what it's worth in sure? 
he had on the market with us a year and a half ago. We had an offer of 1.25. And I sat down with him and I said, um, can I go through your price? What are you doing? He said, I am selling this unit and I'm going to buy a house. I said, cool. And he said, what do you reckon my place is worth? And I said, a million dollars, maybe 1.1. And he, and, he, and he slapped me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, wow, is that what happened? Because you got a scratch on your nose. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and I said, um, what did you slap me? No. I, and, I, and he said, what do you mean? I said, well, yeah, like our core market, DY, if you look at prices in the last, look at RP data, there have been 400 sales. It's about 19% down from a year ago. And he was like, oh. I said, but that's really good news. And he looked at me in a strange way. And I said, why? I said, because the house that you were going to buy a year ago. Is yeah, coming, exactly. It's come down 500000 Yeah. So your mortgage you're going to take on for 30 years is about three or 400 grand less. And I said, sure, you're going to be paying a higher interest rate, but you're buying, you're, your mortgage you're going to take on three or 400 yeah. grand less. It's a really hard thing for people that that's probably the hardest thing I find in the market at the moment, that people are trying to adjust the loss in their head rather than the gain that they're making when overall in the yeah. transaction. And I think that people remember pain a lot more than pleasure. Um, so I think it's just people are just head, a bit head stuff, head fucked at the moment. But also, um, you know, the reason why, just getting back to why, do I, why there's so many bites in the market, <clears throat> excuse me, when the interest rates are going up, um, is because people don't love uncertainty. When we, if we rewind back five, six months ago, um, we didn't know where those interest rates were going to end up. We just didn't know. We didn't know. We were all free falling. Yeah. But now people understand that probably they're going to go up once or twice more, and so there's a bit of light there at the end of the tunnel. Um, Absolutely, there's uncertainty out in the marketplace, but don't be fooled, guys. There is a ton of buyers out there. And it's the best I have personally seen this real estate market in the last 12 months. So if the bottom was in November, which is what the data shows us. I agree. I really is, think it was. Do you really think the market's going to continue to go down? Mm. There is no supply on the market and there's a ton of buyers. And again, that just screams to me that the market is stable now and that there's only one way it's going to go and it's going to start to come up. And I personally believe it's just going to follow the flow of those interest rate rises. So there's talks that the interest rates are going to start to um, taper off toward the end of the year. And uh, I think that's probably when we're really going to start to see that market come back up again. Um, but two-bedroom apartments that we were selling in DY, Mark, for circa 850 at the end of last year, we're now selling in the high eights. So the market's definitely not going down. It's a very, very stable market. And if you've been sitting on the sidelines wondering when to get your property on the market, now would be a really good time. There is no stock around. And as I said, we've got a ton of buyers. I've got a client that is desperate to buy a house on the Northern Beaches that has about one eight to two mil to spend. Um, they'll overpay for that property as well. They just missed out on a, uh, on a property that we've just exchanged in Beacon Hill. Yeah. And if you haven't realised, um, and I was chatting with some buddies last night over a scotch, um, you know what inflation is? This is inflation. <laughs> What's that? 
It's a fat kid eating cake. Yeah. That is inflation. If you look at the market last year and the year before, it was unnecessary, the, con the consumption that people were doing. It was, it was, and I think, I know that by putting interest rates up or putting the cost of stuff up, that's what happens with it with when, um, yeah, when people are buying stuff unnecessarily. So that, that inflation was created, in my opinion, from people that were just buying unnecessarily stuff. Um, so here we are. And, and the nice thing that I also yeah. said about it is that. This isn't. This was this handbrake or this lever that was pulled was completely um, under the government's um, control. And it blindsided I, I, I people. I like that. But, but it blindsided but people. How? Like it no, was, because all, there were talks. That, if that went on like there that, there were talks that about the interest ridiculous. rates. There were talks about the interest rates going up next year. Not not that soon. And I think it completely blindsided people. People got too confident. People yeah. were consuming like they shouldn't have consumed. We That's all. all. So, and that was called inflation. Yeah. And then the handbrake was thrown up. The thing that I liked is in COVID, we didn't even know where the handbrake was to make an adjustment to our economy. Yeah, but people don't like uncertainty. Um, like Luke's saying, you know, yeah. people love certainty in uncertain times. And it's true. They really do. People do not like uncertainty. Um, but it always amazes me that... Um, particularly with the buyers, that they, all the buyers in the market disappear at the same time. It's almost like they've got like a WhatsApp group that goes on between them all and then they all come back out at the same time. So at the moment, there is a lot of buyers around. Yeah. Um, be careful about falling into the trap of selling when the market's high because you want to ask yourself, what are you going to do when you're sold? And if the answer is you're going to buy again, that is the worst time to you do buy, it. You're buying high. At it's a, the at worst the, time. So if you're tapping up we, in, we, in price range, we, We've shocker. just bought and sold. We're real estate agents yeah. and we've just bought and sold and we made sure that we transacted in a very even playing field yeah. when the market was very level. Never, you, you know, it's a, such a bad thing to do, guys, to sell when the market's hot. It's so impossible to get back into that market and you're just overpaying for stock that you just didn't need to. So just watch that. Um, 25 minutes, Lisa. You really talked a lot today. Yeah, we did talk a lot. You talked, Mark. He talked a lot today. I reckon if we timed how much you talked and how much I spoke. Have a great day, guys. Today, us girls have got a word count. We just got to get it out. Have a great, have a great weekend. Enjoy the beautiful weather. What a great day it was yesterday. Yep. Weather's been a cracker. Stunning. This is my favourite month of the year when it comes to weather. There you go. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. See you, lovely. Have a great See week. Bye. -bye. Bye.